How did you come up with saved? I feel like we all at one point have told ourselves that, okay, I'm going to pick up the Bible. I'm going to start reading the Bible. But none of us actually understand. And then you're hilarious. Like, I don't know how many people can talk about the parable of the different kinds of soil and then talk about having to wear good underwear because life is too short mm-hmm. for anything that doesn't do anything for your butt. This happens in one breath. Late na last year when I saw my fiancé so serious with his men for Jesus, I said, parang ang sama naman pakinggan, Ricky, Sam, naingit ako. Na meron siya noon, kasi ako aso lang siya kahalaman. My eldest, si Calix, he was he was in the pooper the other day, and then he said, "What if I don't go to heaven? Where will I go?" Oh, oh gosh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Martin, Marts, Marts Arika. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Narrador Podcast. Come on in. We are on YouTube and Spotify. I'm Sam O. And I'm Tina Ryan. Yay, that's the first time we've done that together. Because, you know, Tina's new on the show. So we're kind of figuring things out. It's just like the good old radio days. Okay, so we're doing something a little different today. When the boys are away, the girls will invite another girlfriend and have a chikahan sesh. Okay, so our guest today is an old friend of ours who we adore. We all used to work in magic together. Um, she is a host, an events host. She is currently hosting her her own podcast called Saved. You guys should go listen to it on Spotify. It's super cute. It's a biblical podcast. And um, she's here looking super comfy. Ricky Flo, welcome to the Narrow Door Yay! Podcast. Oh my Thank gosh. you, Sam. I missed you so much. I miss you. Oh, I miss you guys also. What a yeah. pleasure. What a You're pleasure like the- to be here. I just want to say you're like one of the cutest preggers I've ever seen. You don't even look preggers. Like if uh-uh. we, if we didn't know, and this is all the shot we got of you, you you uh-uh. have, you have none of the pregnancy symptoms. She's about to pop, guys. <laughs> it's it's a, it's amazing because even like, but normally women when they're about to give birth, which Ricky, you said that you're due in a few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Normally, the, the nose swells, deva. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. you. You 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 don't you don't you don't even look like you gained like two pounds. <laughs> but I did. But I did. I wow. guess it's just, like, the screen. Maybe it's just the framing of Zoom or whatever. But thanks, no. guys. No, but yeah, you look great. Uh-uh. And yeah, she is about to pop. And me, I don't know. Maybe by the time this episode airs, she would have popped. But <gasps> so happy for you. <laughs> So happy you. for you. And um, then for I wanted to say also that Sam uh, forwarded me a link of saved and wow. I was telling well, you Sam, listened to it, Mama. I did. And I told Sam, Kay na lang dalawa. Wala ata ako. Dalo ako na wala ng silbe. But oh my goodness. It's um I don't it's the first time it's the first I've encountered something like that. Na parang you're just on your own and my God. Okay, first of all, before I even got to um, digest what you were saying, I was trying so hard not to close my eyes and fall asleep because you <laughs> sound amazing, Ricky. Like, there's something about your voice and the way you're just, you know, narrating. Parang, I want to do that. We mean that in a good way. Yeah, we mean that in a good way. Like, you have such a relaxing voice. Love your diction. It's really just like we're listening to a friend. It's very intimate. Just yeah. through the Bible, and then you're hilarious. Like, I don't know how many people can talk about the parable of the different kinds of soil and then talk about having to wear good underwear because life is too short mm-hmm. for anything that doesn't do anything for your butt. This happens in one breath. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. Oy. It's great. You gotta send me that. No, like, I want to listen to it later. Uh-uh. But anyway, okay. So that's the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll you know tell you how to get to it in a little bit. But you know, today, Ricky, like I wanted to have a chat with you about just like what your faith journey has been. Because look, we all used to work in magic together, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And when we were together and hanging out all the time, faith wasn't exactly on top of the list of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't come up. 
Yeah. And it's just wild to me that here we are in 2021 and we're all doing something in the religious space. And yeah. it's, it's great. I, I think when we were all working together, and maybe this is because faith just was not in my radar, but, mm-hmm. you know, was a strong faith life always a part of you? Did you always have that? I, I didn't always have a strong faith life, I would say. I, I, I can't tell you, though, that I was always constantly questioning things. Like, I was always in constant battle with it. Um, I, I grew up in a, a, a very, not a very, but like a Catholic household. You know, I was sent to a Catholic school. But it wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't something that I obeyed. It was, it was mostly something that I questioned a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I think it was just the, the pandemic sort of made me understand it more and sort of like agree with it more. And I still question a lot of things. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was just during the pandemic that I, I embraced it sort of, if that makes sense. Mm. What, what has Bakit the pandemic? Pandemic or oh, oh. Oh, parang ganun. Uh, but sure. I told Sam. Yeah, maybe it was the emergency, but maybe it was also like the staying at home kind of thing that that you had to look okay. for other avenues to to be, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know uh-huh. the word for it. You just have a lot of time yeah. to reflect on things. And then yeah, are, yeah. Yeah, and life has changed so dramatically and everything that maybe yeah. you drew value from or thought you were important suddenly mm-hmm. you know you can't do those things anymore you don't have access to them anymore and it, i think it just makes yeah. everyone reassess like okay where is the real value in my life without uh-huh. yeah without all of these things you know what am i um that's true well, existential but it's no, but, existential but uh, it's true yeah <laughs> tina do you wanna, you, it makes you really think yeah tina do you want to share i mean i I don't know if I asked you, nung, you know, like before, before when you were a guest on the podcast, but like this whole pandemic, did it draw you closer to faith, God, all that stuff? Like Ricky, I had a lot of questions, but then diba, when I guessed mm-hmm. it, parang si Ricky, I grew up in Catholic school. Medyo yung journey ko was a bit here, there, and everywhere. Mm. But like for us, I'm like, you know, we're still single and no kids. Thanks for rubbing it in. Okay. No, I'm just, you know what I'm saying though? Oh, she has two kids and she's happily married and she has all these plans. And then, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I'm saying though? uh, God is mysterious in such a way that he still called out to her. And now now you have saved. Ako, parang. Parang, ano lang, uh, not during the, at the height of the pandemic, hindi eh. But I, I did uh, go through like mm-hmm. um, a few weeks of depression. Oh, you I did. still didn't, I did, I still didn't question him. Wala eh, parang, I was just really at loss. Parang sa akin mm-hmm. more of like late na last year when I saw my fiancé so serious with his men for Jesus. Sabi ko, parang, Ang sama naman pakinggan, oh. Ricky, Sam, naingit ako na meron siya noon. Tapos mm. ako, aso lang, tsaka halaman. Diba? Ang pangit. No, but you know what? I think... So, it was your fiancé. Oo. Nakita ko siya. Okay. And they were... Ta- talagang Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Talagang. And then palaki ng palaki. Yeah. Sa Zoom, sabi ko, ah, okay. Maghanap din ako ng Bible study group ko. You which, know what? You know, I think, I think that is actually probably one of the most effective ways to evangelize. Isn't so much to like keep preaching to somebody, but Uh-oh. to show how, you know, joyful and how much like change this relationship with God is bringing to you. And people see that. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you, you're I like, agree. okay, I want that. I want that for mm-hmm. myself. And that's what happened to you, mm-hmm. I think. But I want to know, Ricky, is like, how did you come up with saved? Because it's so cute. No, because it's so cute. I was like, I was in awe of how you're just on your own. Sabi ko, grabe, ang galing eh, ba? Like, I would be able to yeah. pull that crap off. I mean, that thing off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ang galing-galing yung ginagawa mo. Um, I think it came about... Uh, I feel like we all at one point have told ourselves that, okay, I'm going to pick up the Bible. I'm going to start reading the Bible. Um, but none of us actually understand and i think it's the same as well when you hear mass like sometimes you're just there for the sake of the hour of attending mass right um in school it was so that you could fill out this index card of mass attendance but nobody really listens you don't really know the order of the mass you don't really know what's going on so i just wanted to prove to myself that okay i'm gonna do this sort of book report thing where you read a book in the bible um and you you basically report like you say what it's about and Um, I know that it can be daunting to, to pick one up and to open it and actually finish a book from beginning to end. But, you know, I, 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 wanted, to, I wanted to see if that was doable. Um, and that's when I came up with the idea of Saved. So, yeah, that's, that's how it started. So, uh, your understanding, <laughs> ang galing, di ba, Sam? Kasi ako, binasa ko yung, ano ba yun, yung Matthew 13, putik. Mm. Ricky, apat na best ko binasa. Medyo, ano pa rin ako, huh? But I told Sam, I know what kind of seed I am. <laughs> I mean, because we're, we're kind of doing that right now, right? Yeah, okay, we're, okay. we're going through the Bible. We usually have the a panel seed. from different churches. Yeah. You know, they're, they're leaders in their churches. And so they take us through this go discussion on, of like understanding the Bible. And uh-uh. yeah, I guess what I also want to ask Ricky is, you know, is if she's doing anything outside of of her podcast to gain an understanding like tina and i oh, oh. Were, were you know we're, we're attending a bible class together aside from that i'm i joined like this other catholic uh bible class the jeff cavens bible timeline class i mean just all okay. because that's our thing too now is like we want to know bible are you oh, doing parang, anything outside of your podcast um i'm i'm doing i'm doing this thing every sunday It's, I, I also sort of linked it to the podcast where I talk about the gospel. And I, I learned so much about um, the whole process of actually picking the gospel for the Sunday through this exercise that I've been doing. So apparently um, the gospel, because I, I don't know if you've questioned this, but like how, how, do, how does the church pick what readings to put every Sunday, right? And how, mm. does, the, how does the priest oh, you know, make out his homily? Um, you know, where does it come from? Is there like a deciding body who does that? So apparently, um, the the readings are divided into three years. So there's a year A, there's a year B, and there's there's a wow. year C. Wow, it's good to know. Yeah, and it's all different per um, it's all different per per year basically, and especially during Lent, like there's specific readings for for year A, year B, and C of Lent. So that's that that's what I learned a, a lot of from it. Yeah. So can I just ask, because yeah. I think we've had guests on the show and, you know, mm-hmm. we, we usually, you know, ask them about their faith journey. Where are they now? What's it been mm-hmm. like? A lot of them yeah. are coming from a place of like, well, I was born into a Catholic household. I grew up in a Catholic household. I went to Catholic school. And so the faith was always yeah. just there, but I never really yeah. understood but, it. But I think yours yeah. is a little different because it's not so much that like not understanding, but you were actively questioning it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, so like where, yeah, where was that coming from? I think, where was it coming from? It was, uh, and I had this conversation, it's funny, I had this conversation with my husband um, because we have a friend who was also raised Catholic and then just recently he converted to another religion in order to marry his fiance his, his oh. so they're getting married and so he converted um and so i said I, i wonder if like you're really devout and then your children sort of shun it away because it's too much right? it's all you know and so like people are hounding you know, okay go to mass go to mass do this do this right? be catholic be catholic pray pray and all of a sudden you're growing up and you're like okay you know what that's enough So I, I, I told him, I wonder if, you know, that has anything to do with, because hey, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to, if you're brought, if you're brought up into it, you're supposed to really, you know, enjoy it. So I wonder if like something goes wrong, if you're too devout 
diba? Na y- you're you're doing something wrong with your kids. So I just started questioning a lot of things like, you know, why do we have to go to Mass every Sunday where I could convene with him in private? Maganon. Um yeah, so that was parang that was the thought process. Mm-hmm. Just really a lot of questions. Right. So what has this pandemic experience been like for you <clears throat> that you decided to, you know, launch a podcast as a coping mechanism? I well, for one thing, I wanted to test like my writing skills to see if they were still there. And I figured it would be like an excellent exercise to do that as well. Um, I wanted to use my voice. And sen- since I couldn't, I couldn't go to the radio station to do that, I had to find another avenue for it. It just so happened. Sovereign left field, big long religious podcast. Yeah. Um, right? uh, and then at the start of the pandemic, I'm not going to lie. Like the first thing that I thought was, these are the birth pangs that they mention in, in the book of Revelation, where oh, it's the beginning of the end of the world. I told you, mama. Right? Oh, my, we've been talking about this for, yeah, so many yeah. episodes on the show. End times revelation. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of the first things that I, I thought. I was like, shoot, the end of the world is coming. <laughs> to repent. <laughs> the end mm. is near. So yeah, I think that's what the pandemic did. It really just, it made me bored. It gave me a lot of time. It made me scared. Um, And yeah, I had to find a way to sort of save myself and save my family members. And I wanted to figure out the proper way to do that. Because, you know, you can't just pray. You have to, apparently you have to believe and there has to be follow through. And you have to read a lot. Yeah, so that's what the pandemic did. Ricky, as a, like, you know what, um, Sam, I'll tell you this. Uh, the first thing that came to mind at the height of the pandemic, yung talaga naka-lockdown tayo, mm. nakasik sa yan. Una ko naisip, or una ko nasabi sa sarili ko was, my gosh, buti lang wala akong anak. Because I wouldn't <laughs> know what to do. I, want, I wanted to ask you, what was it like for like a mom like you mm-hmm. na parang feeling mo oh my gosh ito na parang end of the world what, what what's it like i, I just want to know that's a good question you, no kasi you, you said you were scared Because i was scared I not even yeah. for me but for my for my nieces and my nephews Because we don't know what was going to happen so yeah. i would yeah. have like uh, for a mom like you since you said, said already na natatakot ka mm. i well, the first thing I did for my for my kids was I went out and got them like coloring materials. Like I had to be had to be stopped. I could not run out of the paint and the coloring or the food coloring and like the crayons. Uh-huh. I, I could not run out of that. Okay. So, so the first thing I did was I, I masked up. You know, I went to the mall and then I got all these coloring materials and then I went back home. But um, it's tough. I I didn't think that. I didn't think that it would be that that they could feel anxiety or that they could it could it would manifest at such an early age because I have an yeah. almost four year old and almost sorry an almost five year old and an almost three year old and I didn't think that I I thought that it was all playtime you know because that's what that's what kids do but apparently you know you cut them off from their friends um, you cut them off from their family. Uh-huh. And you tell them that they can't leave the house, and and you tell them that a virus is out there making people sick, and sometimes, you know, they don't get to go home to their family anymore. Like it, it, it. Apparently, they understand. Like they're they're not too young to understand that, and uh-huh. so there's a lot of that that you have to deal with. On top of that, you're also dealing with your own mental health crisis, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I had to I had there was a lot of understanding, and a lot of baby steps to doing that because you know you don't realize that suddenly everybody's experiencing this for the first time and, and so are the kids so it was a bit it was a bit tough you know mentally because you have to be sort of the stronghold for everybody at home um uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. and then sam you remember ricky mentioned earlier na parang, parang praying wasn't enough that you had to do some reading yeah. as well okay I think it's yeah. annoying because with the faith, I mean, this is what I'm realizing too anyway. I came to the faith because of a very difficult situation in my private life. And 
mm-hmm. I think that's a common thing that happens to people is like you gotta hit rock bottom rock you, bottom yeah yes. in order for you to now seek something that's higher because prior to that mm-hmm. everything is going well everything is going according to yeah. your plan you're not looking for god but then when you're now hit with something very very difficult that's when you seek god and that's kind of what happened to me and so in the beginning my faith life was really just about me asking god to fix this and please give me this and <sighs> same you know, just, here yeah you know just venting to him And then when the relationship deepens a little bit, you realize, oh, wow, this is so one way right now. This is not a conversation. Mm -hmm. I am like, you know, just giving God a monologue about, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all about me. And so I think the next step in the faith life is to now wanting to learn more about God. And, And I think that manifests in the form of like, yeah, wanting to know Bible, talking to other people about faith. What is your relationship with God? You know, things like that. So I think that's that's what I got from what Ricky said earlier. Uh-oh. I think that's where you yeah. are now too, Tina. Yeah, but uh, for starters, at least I, I, I acknowledge that there, there should be a relationship between me and him. Mm. <laughs> Actually, this was a question that I had for you because I know that, yeah, you're super keen on learning Bible right now, but like, what is your relationship with God like? <laughs> it's very questionable. I, although I did have a conversation with one of our co-hosts, he, our brother Jay Paul, I was just telling him the other night how... I, f- I feel like parang I'm a bit too late at this mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. Parang ngayon lang ako, ngayon ako nagsisik and I feel like I've wasted so much time. I'm getting teary-eyed. And Ooh. parang I wish I could have done better. And then, di ba parang, parang yung ripple effect na maybe if I had a better relationship with him in, in you know earlier on in my life, then I would avoid, mm. I would have avoided a lot of like tragic crap <laughs> ba? so that's where i think my relationship is now but then like you ricky you mga questions that arose during the pandemic i i'm still at loss but i'm just happy mm-hmm. to to know that i started one already so yeah, yeah. it's so you you brought up kanina na you know you, you you question a lot of things and it's not enough that you pray you also have to read mm-hmm. you'll find out that that since like the beginning of time, a lot of people have found, not found, but like they, yeah, well, they found God pretty late as well. And it's not always at birth and it's not always when you're younger. It's not always when you, when you, it's, it's not always after you make the mistakes. Right? Sometimes it really happens later on in life when they're, 90 years old, you know, 120 and years old, right? Don't get me and then don't get me wrong, guys. I still struggle. By the way, Ricky, look at what Sam gave yeah. me, my very first Bible. Mm-hmm. She's never had I, a Bible wow. her entire life. Wow. Yeah. What? No, but I've ha- I've had like a Bible app, but like a physical <laughs> okay. Bible. Right? An actual right? Bible though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I and I still struggle. Like I I don't read. I I still don't open it, Sam, until we have a home. Until we have homework or yeah, like, yeah. We I, all do. We all struggle. Bible is hard. Ricky, like if I read Bible it and hard. then try to come up with an explanation and be like you to say no, no one's gonna listen to me. <laughs> I need. <laughs> I need somebody. I need a classmate to understand it. Hmm. No, I, I think you, I, and I've said this already on the show, Tina and I, like Tina's a godsend to me because it's, <laughs> it's so much better when you have a classmate in the Bible class and like she's so encouraging. I, you know, I, I'm so game not to go because of her. Um, so Aww. yeah, but I mean, just Wait, going, but going back to what Tina said earlier about feeling like I came into the faith too late. I could have hmm. done so much better in my life if I had God earlier um because i also felt that when i came into the Mm -hmm. faith because i came into the faith pretty late too but i think we're all called at the perfect time like god yeah god planned this all i i think there are verses in the bible that talk about it's not us choosing him but he chooses us he's Mm -hmm. the one that draws us close Mm -hmm. to him and so i don't know i feel like god probably already saw like where we were headed in our lives. When is the perfect time to Uh-oh. draw her close to me so that she'd finally listen and give this a shot, uh-huh. you know? So 
it's okay. It's okay, Tina. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm just, um, I'm, I'm wondering how, how the call happened for both of you because, you know, it's not just like it's not your initiative. It has to be God's initiative. So I wonder, like, what it was that He did to make you answer it. You know what I mean? Meron kung particular like moment that you know He called you. Who me? Both of you. Ricky, let's do Ricky. I mean, you know, because she's our guest, right? We're supposed to be interviewing her, not the other way oh, around. Okay, okay, uh. okay. Yeah. Um, well, during the pandemic, uh, I saw I saw I saw a rosary in the garden, um, and it was made of, parang dead. It was a, how do I explain this? It was like a dead trail of vine, but it was clearly a rosary, like oh. on the wall. Yeah, and I, I posted it on Instagram. Yeah, I, I think like, I saw wow. that on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, that's that's odd because, you know, we rarely have lunch by the garden. And like this particular day, I was sort of transitioning the kids. Like one of the coping things that we did was we tried to switch up meal meal places, right? So instead of the dining table, okay, let's go. Let's go a little bit, you know, near the garden. Let's have a, like an alfresco dining situation. Lunchtime. And then we sat down and I was like, that's so odd. There is a rosary like right smack on the wall. Whoa. And I've never seen it before. Nobody drew it there. It's literally like vines and, and stuff like that. So I was like, huh, maybe we should uh, maybe we should start praying again. So yeah, I was um here, here, here. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? Uh, the, let's just say I'm gonna check the Instagram, but yeah, at Ricky Flow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanna see it for yourselves. Yeah, me physical was, talaga. Oh, this my cross by and, and the beads and everything. So I was like, okay. So I started praying it, and then I started getting reacquainted with praying it because you know, in growing up, it was it was all the we were always praying it in in high school, but I think that's the thing. Like, I feel like there's a readiness for. For things like this, like in high school, you don't get it. There, you, you're not oh. gonna embrace it in high school, right? It's Parang like, you task, don't need it. Mm. Oh, 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 you oh, don't. Oh my god, high school. You don't uh-uh. need it. You don't need it. And it's only like, it's only, it's. I think it was only then that I said, okay, ganto palayon. So this is why you pray it, pala. And this is how you pray it, and this is why. This is why you pray at the boss. It was just later on that I started to really look deeper into it. So that was that was my call. What was yours, Sam? Well, as I said earlier, it was a very difficult um, year, really, in my personal mm-hmm. life where just things fell apart for an entire year. And I couldn't figure out why. Love life, though, guys. Love life. Okay, um, okay. And I think at some point I was just like, I need I need help and I don't think it can come from a human being, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it was like a random message that I received from a cousin of mine who's Catholic, just asking me how I am out of the blue. And that conversation led to just her asking me to pray because her theory was, you know, God is kind of orchestrating these events in your life because you he wants you to turn to him. He wants you to pray. And were you the- not Catholic? Sorry. I've been Catholic since I was 10, officially Catholic, because I was baptized when I was 10. But you know, mm-hmm. I was one of those kids who went to Catholic school. My mom was a practicing Catholic. My dad really wasn't. And I just did not understand. It was all around me, mm-hmm. but I did not understand what it was about. Well into my adulthood, until something okay. had to happen in my life for me to seek it out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, I started praying again. The rosary was instrumental. I wear a rosary ring, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of fell in love with. I think for me, the most convincing thing for me was like through this journey, there was, I think, a creator. Like there was obviously a creator. And if there mm-hmm. was a creator, then there was a certain way that we were designed to be. I can distill mm-hmm. my my journey into that. Like that's where I am right mm-hmm. now. And so this faith journey for me is figuring out what is the best way to align myself with how God originally designed me to be. Mm-hmm. The practice is Catholic, but at the core of it all is that. 
Actually, no, I think that's actually like very basic, very basic and very universal kind of, you know, transcending the denominations. Like at the core of it is, is that like we are creation. There's a creator. He is God. What was his design for me? And then is that why you went on that, that walk? Across Camino. Walk. I yeah. went on the Camino because at oh some point I just felt like I needed to step back from my life and kind of re-examine how I've been living and how I would like to move forward. My Did gosh. it help? I mean, was it was it was it? I'm I'm pretty sure it was a big thing. It was. I mean, because that was the time when I was just like so in love with God. I, I call it my honeymoon with God, and it was a Aww. kind of. It was kind of like a leap of faith because, you know, I had to leave the radio show to do that. Mm. Um, I didn't know what would be waiting for me when I got back home. But I just knew that I wanted to get away and do this. And it was just an amazing experience. It wasn't like, a wow, I had some kind of religious epiphany or whatever. But, uh-huh. I, you know, it wasn't like that. It was just me being able to trust God. I'm going to do this. And I'm sure you're going to be there to walk with me on this thing mm-hmm. and then we'll see what mm-hmm. happens it was it was that kind yeah. of experience but enough about me ricky see okay this is the problem <laughs> when your your guest is also a host they end up interviewing <laughs> you okay <laughs> no, about because you. I, I, really wanted to, I really wanted to know about that and then i wanted to say like sobrang witty din ang narrow door podcast because it really is such a narrow door and the more right. you read the bible like like Tina, like the more you read the Bible, you'll really get scared because it really is a narrow door. And they say it over and over again. You know, you can pray all you want and you can know, but you have to remember, like few are like many are called, but only a few talaga are chosen. And you have to constantly think, Am I part of the few? Or or like, <laughs> am I just answering the call? Can I fit in the narrow door? Like, is it for me? And that's why it really makes you think talaga this whole faith business. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's a biblical, it's a biblical reference, right? And I think also just on my journey, I felt like, you know, this faith life is not easy. There are things that you have to sacrifice. There are things that you have to give up. And it's a journey Mm. of realizing like, to be of this faith means to be of, to not be of the world. Yes, yes. Yeah. You have to leave the culture behind. Yeah. Like it's something that you have to abandon because yeah, it's a it's a rotten culture. Yeah, I figured that out also. Right. See? But, That's why. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but and you know, and you they think because oh my gosh, it's gonna be all suffering and pain or whatever. But the mm. thing is you it's it's hard to give up these things, but the result of it is there's a there's a freedom that comes with that. And mm. it's a it's a paradox, I think, of the faith. And there are many. Um, but again, going back to you, Ricky, stop asking the good questions, okay? <laughs> Gosh. Okay. I, uh, what, what about you? Like, what is your relationship? What is your relationship with God? People talk about, you know, relating to God as a friend, a uh, father, mm-hmm. uh, a lover. I, I'm not quite there yet. I'm not sure. Oh, yet. my gosh. What? You know, that is girl that, yours? that I was telling you about, she, Jean, my, one of my Bible oh, segments, the first in the right? Oh, oh, oh. She would say, Kasi parang, I don't know how to pray, guys. I told them. But I said, you know, you have to pray to uh, to God like he's your daddy. Like, parang galing, di ba? Mm, mm. And like, sometimes pray to him like he's your partner. Parang, wow, okay. Parang hirap ata nun. Diba? Pero, kasi diba, it oh. makes sense. But how do you do that, Ricky? Like, I, I honestly still struggle with like praying. And I know you guys said that. Mm. That there's no wrong or right way. But like going back to Sam's question, like yeah, so what's your relationship now with him? Where where are you at? I feel like there there are times when I feel like he's in my kids. And so when they start acting out, when they start acting out, it's better to to act from a place of love rather than to act from a place of emotion. Sometimes I feel like, you know, he's he's in my husband and, you know, I'm, I'm so in love and I'm so enamored. 
Um, sometimes I feel like he's in my parents. Yeah, so I feel like he's in, in different, he's different people. And you're just reacting always from a place ah. um, of love. Diba? Wow. Uh-oh. Yeah, so that's, I think that's where, that's where I am. It's different. It's a different relationship. Sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like, and, and this happens a lot. Sometimes I'm like, what would Mary do? Because I'm a mom, and, and obviously um, that's, that's my primary role, I guess, in, in, in life right now. Sometimes I'm always like, I'm, I wonder what would, what would Mary do? What, would, she, would she just like give up? Would she, would she raise her voice? Would she, you know? So that's, that's my relationship with, with God. My I gosh, like that. that Coming needs to from be a, a loving place. Yeah, that needs to be a bracelet. What would Jesus do in a bracelet? What would Mary do? <laughs> WWMD. <laughs> yeah. What would Mary do? Grabe. Yeah. Ang basihan ko dati. Ano yung gagawin ni Superman? <laughs> Dapat. <laughs> what would Superman do? <laughs> ang babaho. Speaking of children, uh, Ricky, because you've hmm. talked about how when you were growing up, you kind of felt like maybe this was just imposed on you. And that kind mm. of, you know, created like a resistance to the faith, right? So now that you're a mom yeah. yourself, how do you go about instilling the faith in them, if at all, at this stage, since they're still very young? Um, oh. Pang Miss Universe? Well, yes. we, <laughs> we pray at night, and the prayer isn't a recited prayer. It's not a memorized prayer. Um, aside it, it, aside from angel of God and prayer before meals, um, it's always in layman's terms, and we're always mentioning family members and friends, and and you know I always encourage them to say what they're grateful for, whether it be toys, and I never make fun of that. Like okay, so yeah, you can mm. you can thank God for your toys, Aww. you can thank God for your favorite show, you know that's that's totally fine, whatever makes you happy. Um, so that's how we've been slowly integrating, you know, the faith. Uh, in them, they see. I, I make it a point that they they always know that on Sundays, um, their dad and I have to, you know, stay in front of a. Now that it's pandemic, we have to stay in front of a screen for for an hour because you know we have to hear mass and they have to be quiet. Um, we. It's funny because my my eldest, see Alex, he was he was in the pooper the other day, and then he goes. <laughs> Mommy, mommy, I, I don't want to go to heaven. Cause I, I won't have toys in heaven, you know. And I was like, oh, you know, you'll be super happy in heaven. It's a really happy place. There might be more toys for you up in heaven, but you're not going to heaven yet because you know you're gonna live a whole life. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna become a dad. You're gonna have a family. And then he said, what if I don't go to heaven? Where will I go? Oh and gosh. <laughs> Should I introduce the concept? Uh, Martin! <laughs> Mart! Mart, Sarika. Let's try. Let's see. So I said, well, there's another place that you go to. And that's where all the bad people go. There's oh, a lot gosh. of fires. Oh. It's called hell. And then he goes, will, uh, if, I go to, if, if I go there, mommy, will you be with me to fight the bad guys? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So I was, I was, I was like, babe, we're not, we're not going there because we always prayed about we're, we're not bad guys, so we're not going there. But will Daddy be there with me to fight the bad guys? And I'm like, Daddy's not going there either. Daddy's not going there because Lola prays for him, and that's why you're not going there either because I pray for you all the time as well. And so I'm just, I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm just trying to to pass down what I what I think I grew up with because my grandma oh. whenever she would pick us up from school or whenever she would go like run errands she would always be clutching these rosary beads in the car and she would be just be silent the whole time until it was over and so it it never it never made me think those little moments of her clutching the rosary beads until like now that she's gone and now that I have my own family that it really it really is like a mother's love um, and I don't know if she was praying for her family you know, or for herself but it really is something that the mother does that really has the most effect and so I, that, that's what I wanted to get across now I'm you know I'm gonna pray for you 
and you know Lola prays for daddy and that's why he's not going to hell but like we're all praying for each other and that's why at night we always mention our family members and our friends uh, so that we can pray for them so yeah wait so uh, you actually mentioned the word hell huh? yeah <laughs> it's another play Oh my goodness. Yeah, and then my mother-in-law, because I, I made her cuento the story, and my mother-in-law was like, just don't, you know, just don't like, don't make it a big deal um, anymore. Don't don't keep mentioning it na lang. Don't capitalize on it. And I started to think like, is that really, is that right to not capitalize on that? Or should you capitalize on it early so that it really, it sticks, right? At four, it won't really stick. But I mean, to introduce the concept that early is that. But that's like some of the things that, you know, in a you know, um, have you seen uh, have you seen um, Black Mirror on? Netflix? Oh my gosh, I love that show, and it's so oh, yeah. it's so but, disturbing. But yeah, yeah, it, it really is. I'm I'm so in I'm so into disturbing you know things. <laughs> there's a there's a. There's a version of it where you can pick your own choice. Mm-mm. You know what? That freaked me out too much. And yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, yeah, mega freaky. Sha. Uh. So you can, you as the, you as the viewer, you can uh. pick your own choice about your own um, path for the story to go. And sometimes, oh man, sometimes I think about that a lot. Like I'm at a crossroads and whatever I pick, you can't you can't go back to it anymore, right? You can't go back. You know there will be consequences. There will be like a ripple effect of actions, completely different from if you picked another one. So, like in I have I have different crossroads, um, especially in parenthood, where I'm like, hmm, I wonder where this will lead, but let's go with it anyway. <laughs> so, I don't say this often, but like these are moments. Nah, I'm glad I'm not a mom. You know, I don't want to have to debate inside. Like, do I tell my four-year-old about hell right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Really wanted to squeeze in an email, though. I think we touched on okay. some of the elements of her email through our conversation. But I really just wanted to get your take on this. So let me read you an email that comes from one of our listeners. Her name is Shai. And then I want your advice on her situation. All right? So her email reads, Hi, Samoni. Insta age, Pastor D, Brother J, Paul, Tina, and now Ricky. I'm shy. I'm Catholic. I have a pretty strong belief in God, but I admit I'm really not a practicing one. I rarely go to church. I pray whenever I need something, and that's pretty much it. First, I just really want to say thank you to all of you. You guys are my angels. Your podcast was suggested by my friends, and it helped me a lot in going back to my faith life. I binge listened to all the episodes in about a week, and I just can't believe how overwhelming this faith-seeking journey can be, and you guys are a big help. You make it more enjoyable and inspiring. Thanks, Shai. Something big happened in my life. He handed me thorns, but he wrapped it with cloth, so it'll be bearable for me. Kind of sounds like she went through something similar to like what I went through. That's mm-hmm. why I decided to get closer to God and know Him more. But hey, I kind of need some help because I feel like it's overwhelming. I feel like I'm being judged by some people. Judged because it is too late for me to go back to God, which is what Tina was saying earlier. I can hear voices in my head almost mocking me at how invested I am in wanting to know God. I feel like the people around me are talking behind my back. But I also know that this is not true. I'm so frustrated with myself that I've cried and I am crying while writing this email. I hate to say this, but it's almost making me feel shy or worse, ashamed about showing people how keen I really am to rediscover my faith. Can you guys please help me? I would really appreciate some words of advice on how to fight these thoughts. All the best, guys, and may God bless you and your family and friends. We'll pray for you. That is coming from Shy. Mm-hmm. Ricky, when you decided to do your, your religious podcast, which you said earlier, kind of came from left field how did the people mm-hmm. around you react to that the same way my 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 friends were like oh wow so we're getting into that now are we <laughs> and i i i i always think before i i record like it sounds so freaking preachy <laughs> like it sounds it sounds so preachy in my head and it sounds like it's so ridiculous and I feel exactly the same way that that I feel sometimes. Oh, how, how how are they gonna judge me for this? Like I'm I'm a sinner just like everybody else. You know, I make my mistakes and stuff like that. Um, but 
and I was I was listening to I was listening to this one podcast. No, not podcast. It was a it was a video by by Father Mike Schmitz last night about vanity and how that is sometimes, you know, you're constantly thinking about what other people will say about you and how to combat that. Because sometimes that's what silences you, Deba. It's what makes you really loud sometimes, but it's also what silences you. And so there has to be like a middle ground of you have to voice things out. And I think at the back of my mind, you're not doing it for clout because, you know, like, like, like we said, the, the culture now, the world now, it's, it's evil. And so clout has become currency. Um, likes have become currency and attention has become currency. And the moment that you sort of shy away from that, that's when you realize that you just have to get your point across because that's what being a good Christian is. It's you're, you're getting the message out there and you don't need the likes and you don't need the people to sort of affirm that you're doing it because of your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I always Amen. have to tell myself whenever I, I record, whenever I write things that I'm not doing it for anybody else that I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for myself and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for God. And so that's, that's, that's what I think um, really stood out uh, when you were reading that email is that I feel the exact way sometimes I feel like people are going to judge and are going to say, oh, but you did this before and, and you did that before. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it's your relationship with God. And as long as you believe in that truth, then nothing else matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's, and it's not an easy place to come to, I think. I think with the three of us, being in the industry that we have been yeah it's about yeah, a lot of it yeah. is like you know you want to be liked by people it's about you know who has the nice post yeah, yeah and who got the event and yeah the mm-hmm. affirmation is such a big part of it and i think when yeah. you switch to this realm it now just kind of, yeah, <laughs> people don't want to hear that like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta fight the good fight right but just like put it yeah, out there yeah, yeah. and I think it's also like a muscle where at first it's kind of like, it's a little nerve wracking. Even I remember, mm-hmm. you know, early in my faith, I came to a point where like, okay, this faith is amazing and I need to talk about it. Like I need to tell people about it. And so yeah, I started yeah, yeah. posting here and there on my social media. And every time I would, you know, right before I would press <laughs> post, it'd be like, oh my gosh, am I really going to do this? Am I really going to do this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like a muscle. You keep doing it, and you get more comfortable doing it. And then at some point, you're just like, you know what? I don't care what other people think. I really only care what God thinks, because mm-hmm. He sees this, and that's what I'm living the faith life for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. when you asked me to co-host, I was like, Are you sure? And I'm still, I'm still, I still have a lot of questions in my head, in my heart. Yeah. But my gosh, shy. So if you think God handed you like what's happening, thorns down, mm. wrapped in cloth. Mm. Hello, mm. yung pinadadan niya sa akin puno sa dami na nangyaring. <laughs> diba? Puno na puno ng tinik. <laughs> Alam mo yun? Na hanggang ngayon, yeah. hindi... Hanggang ngayon, I, I'm, I just, diba? Parang I just started my my journey as well. So, shy, don't be sh- shy. Don't be shy about it. <laughs> Just grow with thick skin. Okay, alam mo na sa kanila, basta importante, oh. I think, is yung ma-develop mo yung relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what's also interesting about what Shai says is that she, it's, a lot of it is like in her own head. Because yeah. she, she points out, like, I, I think people are talking about me, but I know for a fact they're not. So it's me just mm. kind of being paranoid. And I think there's a spiritual warfare aspect to this that's very real. When someone draws closer to God sure. and is interested in returning to the faith, there it's are the forces. Devil. Yeah, the, there are no really, like, we believe this as Christians. There are forces oh, all, in yeah. the world that are not happy about this and they will interfere. Yeah. So yeah. this it's a battle. It's a narrow Satan. door. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the movie, yeah. I'm sure you guys have seen it, uh, The Devil's Advocate. Mm. Uh, whatever happened uh, in the movie, and then biglang, at, in the end, pala, parang dream lang yun, diba? Pero, when mm. he said no to that case, si, de- si Satan adun pa rin at, in the end. Mm. Which is scary because we really don't know when he's gonna appear, when we think 
that it's actually God calling us. Diba? That's true. I, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's called discernment. Like, you have to discern yeah. the spirits, the voices, Satan. Sa Bible ba yan? And again, okay. I think it's one of those things that you just get better at the more you do it. So, yeah. Shy, sure. good it's luck on this. one of the this. things you pray for. Yeah. Luck, and we're Shai. always here for you, Shy. Don't yes. be shy. Email us if you want to every day. <laughs> Write to us through your journey, really. We'd love to hear about it. And if you guys want to get in touch with us as well, the narrow door podcast at gmail.com. Ricky, my dwedge. I call her dwedge because that is an abbreviation <laughs> for the Korean word for pig, which is dweji. Because, Ricky, is it your maternal grandmother who's part Korean? Did you say? <gasps> My paternal, my paternal okay. grandmother. Right, right, right. So yeah, Ricky's yeah. part oh, Korean. Okay, I lost <laughs> you guys. Okay. Oh, where'd you go? I am, I'm here, I'm here. I pressed something. Sorry. All right, I thought, all right. oh my gosh, can I make a confession? I thought Duenge is Duende. Because it's Rich. Oh my gosh! I didn't say that. She said that. I'm so sorry because I thought you were so petite. Oh my gosh. But I call Ricky Munchkin because she's cute. She's adorable. Yeah. Sobrang savage ni Sam O. Duende. Duende. Grabe. Grabe. It's Dwedge and it's nothing but affection. She has a podcast. Again, it's called Saved. It's fantastic. Look for it on Spotify. Thanks so much, Ricky. And again, you. yeah, you're you're gonna be, you know, a mother of three in a matter of weeks now. And Thank she's you. having a boy. You heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're gonna look forward to meeting this new baby on social media, I'm sure. Hopefully in person yeah. soon. She's gonna ask in four years if they're going to hell now. My concept now. Thanks so much for being here, Ricky. Thank you. And Bye, Ricky. Having me. That was fun. Yeah. Just a quick shout out before we really wrap. Heaven and Tees is the shirt that I'm wearing. It says, my heart is restless until it rests in you. That's St. Augustine for you. Wow. Wow. At Heaven and Tees. Check them out. Thanks for joining us today, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode, hopefully with the boys. Bye, everyone. Bye, Ricky. Bye, Bye Tina. Bye.